ended stance as we normally do. <laughs> Welcome everyone. Everything and there we go. Oh, we are live. Yes, I can see us now. Hello, everyone. Welcome in the chat room to the game won't play itself. This is a very special podcast today because we are joined by a member of a wonderful charity that we normally try and you know do a charity marathon stream for at least once a year. Uh, this special effect, and the man joining us today is Mark Settle. Hi there. <laughs> Greetings, Mark. Thank- Welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me on here. It's, it really is. It's it's absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant to be to to be invited, and it's great to be here. So thank you for being. We here. thank now, you for joining us. Well, now, now we're just, now the only thing we have to do is just take pretty much the last fifteen minutes and repeat that right now in front of the live studio audience, <laughs> and that would be golden. <laughs> <laughs> See what I can do. <laughs> And now it's the point where we go, uh, wait, what were we talking Oh, yeah, we were talking what about charity and how great it is. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, so, I mean, I think, you know, the, we might as well start off by letting people know what is Special Effect? What is the charity about? Okay. So, uh, essentially, if you, you know, if you went to the website, you'd see that we're the gamers charity. That's how we, we, we uh, the, sort of, we call ourselves because basically we are helping people, uh, people of all ages um, with physical disabilities to uh, to play video games. Um, these are some people, you know, huge range of people. Uh, some people have got uh, degenerative diseases like muscular dystrophy where they'll start fine and then over the years they'll lose the control of their bodies. We've got people with traumatic injuries who, you know, perhaps fall off uh, uh, bikes or have car accidents and find that they, they've got spinal injuries and can't move their arms or their legs. Uh, we've got people with industrial accidents who maybe lost a finger or a thumb or an arm or something like that. People returning from, you know, theatres of war who've, who've got injuries that stop them gaming. And also um, uh, people with uh, conditions such as cerebral palsy. Um, who will struggle to have the fine motor control needed to use the kind of uh, game game consoles. Um, uh, Right the way through to, uh, let's see, um, older people who would just, you know, may have lost some ability in their bodies, but they'd really just like to join in with their nieces and nephews uh, on a level playing field as well. So um, people of all ages and all disabilities, um, we just ask them to contact us uh say what you know their challenges are physically and what games they'd really like to play and then we take it from there all right so essentially then so based on the games that they like is that how you build up the controllers because i know you have like certain special controllers rather than the norm which Mm. i'm not sure do they there's not a one size fit all is it really for the controllers that you do You've you've absolutely you hit the nail on the head there. The the whole point of what we do is that everybody we help is a project of one. So um, everybody's physical needs are slightly different, or physical challenges are slightly different. We might see somebody with muscular dystrophy who can slightly move their fingers, or only might see somebody else who can just move their thumb. We might see somebody with cerebral palsy who can move their head, got control of their head, but not their arm. You know, sometimes it's the other way around. You know, it, sometimes, it, you know, it's down to the millimeters of movement. 
um, in various parts of the body, uh, which we're able just to harness under switches or, or you know, wheel, uh, clamps onto wheelchairs or maybe use speech control or maybe combine it with eye control. It It's purely, purely customised uh, control setups that we're, we're creating. We're mixing, we're matching, we're modifying equipment so that it will provide uh, a gaming setup that will enable them, hopefully, to get the best out of the games that they want to play. And that's really the key. There's no one size fits all. Because um, as we were talking before the show, um, it was all about EGX. Because you, you you guys go around the UK with the, um, the the games events, and a lot of them you're there with your with, the, with controllers that people you know, able bodied, we'll call it, or differently abled, we'll call yeah. it, can can use. I mean, as I said, I tried the the chin controller for rocket league a couple of years ago egx and mm. it amazes me how people can control it well with that controller because as i said i was garbage i was utter garbage <laughs> using it so. well it, you're right and it is it's the it's a difficult good uh, game at the best of times and and when we're when we've got that set up and i'm trying i'm rubbish as well but <laughs> but some of the people that we've we've helped uh to play like that you know they're brilliant because you know they they focus down and they work on it. And uh, what we love to see when we when we produce a, an alternative setup, maybe with switches, and is uh, for those people to play able-bodied people uh, using a, a standard controller and beat them. That that's just fantastic when that happens. <clears throat> we um, I think we there was a, a guy we helped uh, called Clarky who had muscular dystrophy, so he lost the ability to play FIFA. Uh, because his muscles just weakened in his hands and his fingers um, and for six years he couldn't play you know and he, he really wanted to play we we went on and we set him up uh, with a special setup with little micro switches and uh, and a special joysticks as well and got him back playing the game that he loved and the first time he played his brother when he got back to playing, he beat him 6-1. And it was just like, yes. <laughs> his brother was furious. You know, it's just brilliant. <laughs> and that's what we want. So it's not only helping people to play, it's people helping people to play to the best of their abilities, you know, all in, even competitively, because, you know, there's nothing better than playing against somebody competitively and having the banter that that, that that uh, develops as well so yeah that's our ultimate aim uh to with, with people and yeah sometimes we have to manage expectations and we've got to you know um adjust things but we'll always always do our absolute utmost to get people playing as best as possible has there been any times though that it's gotten it's quite difficult for helping one person because of their disability at all or is it or is it just something that then suddenly clicks and goes ah that's how we can help them it's it is um sometimes it takes two or three visits um and that's probably uh, a quite a unique part of our service is that if we go along to try and help somebody in their house our, our occupational therapist will go out with you know boxes of kits and switches and all kinds of stuff and they'll try and work out a way for say somebody to, to play call of duty or something like that and and they'll they'll leave them with a setup and they say, well, I'll try that for a couple of weeks, see how that goes. And then in a couple of weeks time, that person will get in touch will say, well, actually, no, it doesn't because um, that switch doesn't work or my, my, my hand gets too tired. You know, can, so we'll go, OK, fine, we'll come back. So we'll arrange to go back and we'll try something else. And we'll keep doing that until we can get people playing as, you know, as, as effectively as possible. And that also... Um, 
uh, applies to people with uh, advancing conditions as well. You know, maybe in six months, a year, their, their condition will have changed, their abilities will have changed. We'll go back and we'll uh, sort of adjust the setup and maybe introduce uh, different ways of controlling stuff so that they can continue for as long as possible. Nice, because um, just we, as we're going along, we have people in the chat who may throw questions at you as well. Uh, there yeah. is a guy, uh, the Mister Smith, or Mod Bro to the Stars, as we we like to refer to him as. <laughs> he says he he feels supporting your charity and the charity streams has also helped him with his own non physical issues as well. So, oh. again, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, carry on. Yeah, no, that's that's that's. That's amazing. It re and to me, that is so heartening because um, uh, when when people help us through charity streams, there's a, there's a small team of us uh, uh, in our fundraising communications department, and we are genuinely, genuinely humbled and amazed when people actually do this uh, do this for us and and say, right, you know, how can I help? Let's do a stream, and they spend so much time putting it together, so much effort, and they get so much joy out of doing it as well. And we sit and we watch and we, we, we're just amazed and we're so grateful, you know, to yourself and all, well, to yourself, everybody and all your supporters who've donated, you know, uh, over the years, it's, it, it is truly incredible. And we couldn't do what we do without your, your kind of support because everything, all our services we provide, we do it without charge. So, um, you know, it's, we totally need this. I think James had a question as well uh, for yourself. Oh, you're putting mm -hmm. me on the spotlight now? I'm putting See, you I'm on the spot right now. Chat and making sure people were engaged. <laughs> now you're actually making me ask a question. Um, well, yeah. my, 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 my journal tells you kind of, we talked about a little bit in the back show. We even, you brought it up a little bit here. It's kind of the day-to-day, -day, like, what does the service look like? Now, I imagine you said you have occupational therapists, clinical staff that comes out to the home and works with somebody. Um, but you said there's not a, it's a, not a case in a one-size-fits-all problem. A lot of this is a case-by-case, need-by-need basis mm. for these mm. ones um is there anybody else in the background who do you have like engineers or programmers developing these switches and controllers for people as they do that is there or is it really kind of the mm. frontline clinical staff that you kind of i wouldn't say employ but work with you to kind of help it's uh, that's a brilliant question and the answer is um it, it, they are the frontline people seeing the people but yes you're right it, it behind is a, a small team of uh, our research and development team, and also a, you know, a, our technical team who, who the who've been modding games and modding games controllers for assistive technology for years and years. They've got kind of so much knowledge that uh, they they think you know if if the OTs ring through and say oh we can't quite do this what do you recommend they'll sort of go oh well you might want to try this widget or that widget or something like that, but. Um, but we also um, occasionally, where the need uh, arises, is also uh, take on software developers as well, or, or software writers to help. I don't know if you noticed recently, we we released that um, uh, software for controlling Minecraft just with your eyes, which we released a couple of weeks ago. Um, and so essentially, if, for, for people with especially with uh, children with physical uh, uh, cerebral palsy who have real problems with a, a controller, um, they, uh, all, they need our free software 
um, a low-cost eye tracker, which you can pick up for about 150 euros now, and a Minecraft account. And that will, you know, in, give them the possibility of playing Minecraft uh, along with their friends. And it's, it's great. What was brilliant when we released that a couple of weeks ago uh, online, just said, you know, download it, give it a go. Within 24 hours, we got a video of, of um, a boy uh, with muscular dystrophy over in Japan playing Minecraft using the software. We're just like, wow, this is exactly what we want because we're doing this all this hard work in the UK and, and helping all these people in the UK. But what we really want to do is just spread everything we're learning just out to the world. So that's one way we're doing it. Another way we're doing it is is by producing a sort of how-to videos. Uh, our OTs do on, on our YouTube channel. They will sort of tell everybody our secrets about how we match a particular adapter with a switch and, and do a bit of software manipulation. And uh, we'll put it out there on YouTube so that, you know, every, people across the world who, who are thinking, my goodness, how, how did they do that? We'll go, yeah, well, this is how we do it. Yeah, see, see how you get on. So, so that's the idea. We, we, we're not precious about what we do at all we just want to help as many people as possible because that was one of the things i was going to ask because i know primarily you are uk based but yeah. uh do you have any plans to try and spread around the world because there was a few years ago um on ps nation podcast yeah i remember hearing a story about an army veteran that came back home but mm. was injured and couldn't use controllers that he used to so mm. i i tried putting I, I tried putting one of the co-hosts on there onto you guys to release contact to see whether you would know anybody mm. in the states that would help in the same way that you guys do because of the work you do that mm. would help him you know specifically specifically even <laughs> it's hard to say specifically over the specific over the pacific that's the one <laughs> oh neat smooth <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's it and uh with we you know i think we may well have i, I suspect we probably put uh, him in touch with um uh, able gamers over there uh who the uh, organized uh, organization over there who do wonderful things um in terms of ourselves we're we're um so frantically busy at the moment just deep meeting demand from within the UK, you know, it's the uh, the the question of whether we're we're moving overseas. You know, we're, we're at the moment we're fulfilling what we're doing in the UK, uh, and that's our modus operandi. Yeah, but as I say, hopefully, from what we're learning, we're we're trying to push out um, by other channels uh, so that you know we we can influence people worldwide, and and also through um, our work with. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, games developers as well. You know that, that occasionally game developers will come to us and say, "Well, how can we make our games a bit more accessible?" And we'll go, "Yeah, yeah, well, no problem. We can we can tell you." So we'll work work alongside them as well. Oh, well, so so potentially then, did you guys have any input with? I know because I know Sony uh, when they were developing a patch for the PS4, mm. were doing things like color blindness and control settings as well. Mm. Did you have mm. uh, guys any input from that? Did they contact you saying how? Could you help us with this to try and make it easier for other gamers to get involved? Uh, oh, goodness. Do you know what? I, I have to be absolutely honest and say I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure that because that was held, that was uh, dealt with by uh, our R&D team. And do you know what? I should know that. I should be able to say, oh, yes, we did. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> but I have to be completely honest. And on this Sunday evening with my brain going to mush. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I do apologize. That's fine. No, no worries at all. What um, do you say yes? And again, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not tomorrow. Say yes. Yes. 
Um, Mr. Smith has again said the level of innovation is amazing. Uh, do you feel that that it is suitably recognised? As the question um, is saying, suitably recognised. Um, it's it's always it's always difficult because the, the very last thing we want to do is uh, start lobbying uh, the, the games industry. The very last thing we want to do is start hitting games developers over the head with a large stick, saying you must make your games accessible. The very last thing we want to do is start getting into arguments about you know um, online accessibility and the whole ethos of it. The minute we start doing that we start taking away time from our core work which is helping people one-on-one -on -one, you know yeah. so that's that's why we don't get involved in the lobbying side and um so in terms of recognition um we, we just carry on doing what we do you know and uh hopefully by doing what we do we can just inspire people to uh especially game developers maybe to make their games more accessible to to inspire um other people who've who've heard about us to look into ways in which they you know they be, may be able to help friends and uh and family as well so it's all about inspiration really and I think the big thing that you, you kind of spoke to it a little bit ahead of time is that the fact that you're going out there and you're creating these software patches for Minecraft, which I personally did not know about until you just mentioned it, that you're putting these OT videos online. And the wonder of the Internet as it, as it is, is that not only has it makes it so that a small special effect charity can also reach out globally, like you said, to the, to pe to the young child in Japan. So that the mm -hmm. fact that you're not proprietizing this and you're making it open and free to anybody who needs it can use it that in a, in a sense is a wonderful thing it, it's and, and i for us it's it's the only way to go i mean we if we we can't be uh we, we you know it's it's simply the the natural way the things pr progress we help people we want people to know about it so we just make sure people know um and if we're if we're you know we, we can't hold on to information that, that could be useful for somebody else it would just be crazy yeah i, I like that ethos of it because it is that whole thing you've saying it's more inclusion rather than exclusion yeah, um, yeah. That you're saying um so we're talking about events we're talking about streams that we do for game blast um is there any other events coming up in the next few weeks that you would like to pimp out and just say look you can get involved in this you can help help donate to this to help Help the help this course. Donate your time in these events. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's the although we have the Game Blast event you know, at the end of every February, which is kind of the focused uh, stream event. You know, uh, like the children you need for gamers. Um, we we you know we 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 give the invitation for anybody to stream at any time, and you know, and in fact they do. You know, and we've got um, uh, for example a lovely group called Gaming for Others do a stream every Easter over the Easter uh, holidays, and uh, that's their regular slot. Um, and every single weekend, you know, we're finding that people are running gaming streams for us and raising money. And as I said before, it's, it's just amazing. We are, we are, we are gobsmacked every time. So keep doing that. Um, there's, there's also the, uh, let's see, we've got the one special day event coming up in September the 28th. Now that's big. That's our next big one, but that's mainly for the industry. We're asking the gaming industry to, for that one day to devote, um, or part or all of the sales of one or all of their games to us just for one day and so if you if you're thinking of buying a particular game around that time you might want to do it 
on the 28th of September if that if that uh, person is uh, if that uh, company is taking part. It's a good but idea. I like that. Yeah, if people want to wax their legs, if people want to bake cakes, if people want to rub pop quizzes, brilliant. Just let us know, and we'll you know we'll help you out as much as possible. <laughs> Well, you oh, must have had some weird, weird offers for some stuff. <laughs> There's some weird streams that happen on Twitch. I don't know about you, but I've seen some pretty crazy stuff. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that everybody's waiting for bated breath for me to bake a cake while talking about special effect. <laughs> it's it, it's brilliant. There's there's a uh, there's a guy called uh, Mort Paints who paints uh, miniature uh, World of Warcraft figures and all kinds of uh, figures like that on online. And he you know he occasionally he'll do streams streams for us. And that's just one example of the, the the sheer variety of streams and things that people are doing for us. It's it's it truly is amazing. A few years ago we had um, a little girl who uh, of twelve who who wanted to. Sc- take her scooter uh, between Boscombe and Bournemouth, which is about 12 miles, and just scooter along the seafront there and raise money for it. You know, it's, it's just brilliant, the, the things people do. Um, uh, sometimes we can't keep up, but we try to. <laughs> that's, that's cool, though. It's like, I, like, I like the fact that, that people aren't restrict, restricting themselves to just doing like mm. a gaming stream. They're, just, they're going out and doing other things to, mm. in the same way that other people do, like runs, because I've seen... Yeah. Um, Claire, uh, who's part, who's also a vo- is she just a volunteer for special yes. yeah. yeah, she does like things like Tough Mother, mm. um, which I look at and go, wow, I could I couldn't even try that. Yeah, <laughs> I probably get body go, I can't move. So, <laughs> so how she does it, I don't know, but you know, my hat's off to her when I see her do this stuff. Yeah, that's it. And when you see teams of them, uh, you know, and I've been there at the events. Um, I wouldn't do them either because I'm hopeless. But you, you, I feel so awful when you see these tired, wrecked people sort of staggering in with their special effect t-shirts on, and I'm going, oh, well, they just did it for us. Oh, crikey! <laughs> but it's great. It's it's really we really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. So yeah. I don't feel that guilty too much because I've you know, been sleep deprived after like 23 yes, hours. Yeah. Sitting there in a onesie, babbling away at the end, just going, oh, yeah, yeah, no. And you definitely didn't put the onesie on. We need you to, we forced you to do it for the next two weeks on the podcast. (laughs) I had off the hour. They donated (laughs) the money. You have to own up. Uh, Tell you what, and well, I'll be there with my screenshot uh, key combination, waiting to push that out on Twitter and Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure we can find it for a screenshot. It's on our YouTube. Oh, I've, you did get the footage. Nice. I have footage. Uh, well, no, I can I can easily find it. I have the archives. Yeah. Screenshotting and archiving is what I can do. Bring it on. <laughs> Wait, what, we... say, it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, thanks so much. And do you know what? That's that's what what really uh, gets us because so many people, it's, you know, within the gaming community, have have said to us. We understand what you're trying to do. How can we help? Because, um, and so many people said, I cannot imagine my life without games. And, and we can understand that. And and this is exactly the kind of people we're trying to help, people, you know, who are sitting on the sidelines. We, we There were some just wonderful, wonderful um, messages came through. I think it was just last week. We, our therapist went off and helped uh, a mother who'd had, uh, who has... M- um, muscular dystrophy it was one of those she was um, 
she was used to be a huge gamer and uh she's now sort of basically almost bed bound in a wheelchair on a on a oxygen all the time yeah. and our ot's went along and they set up a, a very careful uh, a delicate setup for her to enable to to, to 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 play some games again and her son who who just put the most beautiful tweet out about thank you my you know about my mum is so happy to be you know finally doing what she loves again you know and um it's it really does for us it's it makes it all worthwhile it really makes it all worthwhile um and and because sometimes it's so complex i mean i've been out with our ot's for example um and if they will go into say somebody's house and there's a perhaps a lad there who's got muscular dystrophy who'd like to play games again and as soon as that we we walk in there's no kind of hello how are you he's just like right there's my there's my stuff over here this is what i can do could you, could you, do? you know it's so keen they're so keen to get <laughs> which is great but what our ot's will do for example they'll in they'll sit down and the first things they'll do they'll say oh hi all right it's good to see you um is that a new pair of glasses you're wearing there oh it's interesting oh is that a new wheelchair how long have you had that wheelchair is it electric and or things like um Oh, um, you know, uh, have you changed school recently? Have you got a new carer in? Now, all these are absolutely crucial questions because um, if if it's a new pair of glasses, it might not be suitable for the screen. If it's a new wheelchair, it might not be suitable for our switch mounts. If it's a new carer who's just about to come in, they might not be able to set up the kind of complex technology that he'll need every time he wants to play games so and you know they're looking at comfort um there's no good us giving up them a way to play a game if, if after about six minutes they're incredibly uncomfortable trying to use our equipment so there's all these extra pieces going along uh, going around the actual kit itself which really 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 matter and that's where the expertise of our ot's comes in james you've got another question from uh, no, actually, all the questions I had, he he <laughs> went right into and took care of. So I, I I I personally just want to hear more about the charity, which is <laughs> which is just me. I all these unique cases, and once again, it's it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, I think it's an, it's gaming being as in, as inclusive as it is should be mm. to have more people involved in it, and it shouldn't exclude people due to anything, whether it's a physical disability, a mental disability or mm. anything else and i think that's important i think this this is the reason why your charity is specifically touches home with with us uh some of us having physical instruments some of us being around that as as children and having parents working in the same field and seeing that mm. it it touches not only the fact that we are gamers and essentially it's a it's a gaming it the gamers charity but it it, it touches on a lot of people and they're and in the more we can bring more people to have enjoyment in their lives and have these kind of outlets in a situation where they, mm. they may not have any other way to connect with the outside world is extremely important and I think should should have more reach. Yeah, I think you've you, you've summed up so much of the impact of what we do there, <clears throat> and you know it it's it it is about inclusion and quality of life and joining in as as you say and. Um, the, the sort of feedback we get from from people is, uh, you know, um, there's one uh, one lad we help in in London who's who works as an IT sports technician. He's he's quite severely disabled, but for him, when he gets home, you know, he's he's for, for his to be able to game gives him a, a better work life balance. 
and, and without our setup, he wouldn't be able to do that. Um, there's also, uh, I was, we helped a girl to game fairly recently, uh, a girl with cerebral palsy, and uh, and it transformed her life. You know, she was just, you know, uh, her, her personality sparked off, and it gave her a, a sense of independence, something to do. And I was talking to the father a couple of days after that, um, and on the phone, and he stopped and he said, thank you for making me feel so much better as a father that I can give you know my child some degree of independence and something that she can do um so there's all these kind of extra kind of uh positive impacts coming in around for what we do there's you know therapeutic impacts i always uh, a few years ago we helped um a young lad who had hydrocephalus so he'd lost uh, a lot of uh, control down one side of his body and his physiotherapist was trying to get that movement back and the only way she could do it was by repetitive kind of ball squeezing exercises um she called us in and we set him up with a way to play you know computer games just fairly simple future games just using uh, a joystick and a switch with the hand that he needed to exercise. And that's perfect. That's a win-win. You know, the, the guy's having a great time. He's motivated to do it and he's getting the therapy, uh, the therapy that he needs. And, you know, there's, there's, there's all these bits and pieces and we're all every week we're thinking, Oh yeah, we didn't realize that's a positive as well. So, um, we're, we're constantly finding new positives, uh, every week. And, uh, and it's, um, it's against a backdrop of, people who are um really struggling uh to sometimes to, to 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 have the ability to game in terms of their family life and situation we've been into uh houses where there are pretty challenging environments there not only because of in terms of finance but also in terms of social situations so you know that's the kind of thing that we're dealing with as well um, and then you get the lovely, uh, the, the sort of the physical uh, quirks as well. We we helped a guy. Oh, you might have seen him. He plays uh, World of Warcraft using three chin joysticks and speech controls, uh, which is just awesome to see. You should see he's casting his spells just by moving his chin around like lightly. It, it was great. We, it was so Probably good to set him up. Probably a Warcraft player than I ever was. <laughs> And he's, uh, but the thing was, he got in contact with us because the family bought a dog, and so and the dog was a very barky dog, and the the dog would sit there in the game room barking away. Of course, so the guy couldn't use his voice controls, <laughs> so he said, "Oh, is there anything you could do?" So we came along and said, "Okay," and now he's now he's got four chin joys chin joysticks, and it's just like, "Wow, how does this guy do this?" <laughs> uh, it's just incredible to watch. And I tell you what, the the thing that moved me really, really recently uh, was. Um, Oh, down at Jagex, the Jagex Game Blast, which they did for us, uh, the, the RuneScape. Uh, I was down at their HQ in uh, in Cambridge when it was all going on. They did a, this huge event. Uh, I don't know whether you saw it or heard about it. They, they were doing games. It was basically like, you know, it's a knockout kind of stuff. Um, and they had uh, all sort of a, a, a huge number of major RuneScape players there. And um, they'd invited a... Uh, a, a a teenager, no, he's in his 20s, I think, who had muscular muscular dystrophy in a wheelchair, who was also a very, very good, keen RuneScape player. And he came came along very quietly and came in and came to the room and, you know, we moved his electric wheelchair to the side. And uh, I was talking to him and I was saying, well, how, how do you play? You know, and he said, well, I, I use a, a mouth joystick, sit, puff, mouth joystick and stuff. So we set that up for him. And he was playing away because he's 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 actually really good uh, at, at the game. 
And it was just fascinating to watch these big RuneScape players that were actually in the room, one by one, just stopped what they were doing, went round to the back of his wheelchair and just stood there watching this guy absolutely mash RuneScape. It was superb. And after 10 minutes, they, the, the, the look of awe in their face and they were asking questions like, how do you do that? Okay, so, you know, uh, how do I get in contact? And, and it was just great. And this guy was just like absolutely in his element. And that was one of the brilliant examples of just total leveling the playing field, total inclusion that, that I've actually just seen happen over the space of half an hour. Uh, in front of my eyes i was in tears i had to walk away because it was brilliant and 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 if we can do that to more people you know every week and every day then you know bring it on well speaking of games um we're we're just gonna we're just gonna move away from the charity talk just just a few moments yeah and i'm not gonna ask the question that i've seen people ask on game shows before and other, other things like I'm not going to ask the question of are you a gamer because to me if if you if you're in the charity you're a gamer you that's what you do you know you're, <laughs> that's your passion there that because you want to help others as well join in your passion so the question I'm going to have because we normally ask ourselves what we've been playing this week so Mark what have you been playing this week absolutely nothing <laughs> <laughs> we've had those weeks I nearly had one of those weeks. Oh dear! Do you know what? What have I been doing? It's been so bonkers this week. I've had no, 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 no. I get it wrong. Do you know what? I managed to do? I managed to re-go through Monument Valley. <laughs> that was that's the only thing I've managed to do this week because it's been so bonkers. I think I was I was telling you uh, before the show that I was uh, actually doing some dry stone walling this afternoon <laughs> because I promised my neighbour I'd help him. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to just going. Ah, oh, right. Should I just sit down in front of the computer and play some games this evening? So that cool. yeah. yeah, so there you go. Hands up. <laughs> do you have a, like a, a favourite genre of game then? Or do you uh, I, well, I, I, yeah, I, I do like they. I do like the your elite dangerous type things. I think they're great. I'm not so good on the first person shooters to be honest, uh, but. Um, at, at the at the centre, what what's brilliant because at any time you can walk into our games room and a couple of OTs will have any one of a million games up and running on the screens there with a trying out various bits of equipment before they go out and visit somebody, you know, uh, and testing out various things. And it, it, the temptation is just to stand there and watch, you know, for for hours. But it's a bit like working in a sweet shop. You don't you don't end up playing games uh, at special effect it's really weird because you know it's it's that's your job <laughs> so uh, so trust me we don't we don't sit around all day playing games <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we must get to that point that way where, where you would have you, you you were seeing games that so much so you need a break you need a you need you need a separate thing to keep yourself from you know from getting burnout i guess yeah yeah it's, it's, i mean it's just it's a wonderful environment to be in and it's it's so uh uh, it's so exciting. The whole of the community, the gaming community, uh, and you know the gaming industry community is just so exciting. You know, just just trying to keep up with uh, developments um, in in new games that are coming out in in things like uh, uh, VR, and uh, it, it's it's incredible. I mean, the we've we 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 did do a bit of work in VR in terms of uh, R and D. We were looking in in uh, integrating um, eye control within VR. Uh, and so, you know, watch this space on that. We'll see whether that turns into anything 
uh, uh, positive. We'll, we'll see. But we do have um, uh, a couple of things coming out in, 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 in the relatively near future. I think we have some eye, more eye, eye gaze controllable games coming out on a website that people will be able to play uh, uh, just you know without charge at all. So we, we're putting those together as well. That's cool because I was going to ask about the the um, Hololens that Microsoft were talking about a couple of years ago at E3. Have you guys got your hands on on those yet? And have you uh, is there anything that you could potentially use that for? Mm, as far as I know, you? we haven't we haven't got our hands on one. Um, this is where I get hit tomorrow by our R and D team. Is saying, "Wait, do we got one here?" And I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, as far as I know, we we haven't we haven't been involved with anything like that yet. Because I think it was something that. James, we we were discussing about VR on the show, wasn't we, a, a while back about the potential for um, disabled people using the VR yeah. in in terms of because it's it's something that because in terms of as you guys know about yeah my my, my one redeeming quality of VR besides the fact that I think it's a complete and total gimmick and is not going to be the way the thing things are going to go because it's like 3D TVs. How many of those do you see around sitting around because people wanted to wear glasses in their living room to watch TV? Um, yeah. I it's I, in my mind I see I see where where VR is going to be good and a great step. I think AR is going to be where everything goes. It's augmented reality gaming where where you are put into the game as mm. as a unit and is just augmenting the reality around you to become the game. Now, where I know we're very far away from that, but I can see VR being a very good and also practical application. Um, especially mm. giving people who have physical disabilities the ability to, I guess, in a sense, realize doing something and being something and being able to be like, you know, play Resident Evil and walk down the hallway and, you know, mm. be able to be scared and like run away and scream and fall down and have horror th nightmares like mm. I have with that game. <laughs> you're, you're right it's it's it, it does the the level of immersion that it would give uh for for people with uh disabilities they they it's it's a very interesting potential that's there um and uh i think we're looking forward to developments just uh just as as, as much as you are that should be an interesting one yeah because it's, it's the ability to be somewhere that normally you can't be that's mm. that that to me seems yeah. like the biggest win for it yeah yeah absolutely and even i mean even if, if you if you if you if i'm thinking just uh, on simple things like ability to swim with dolphins you know which we which might do through vr you know this is something that people with physical disabilities would never get to do you know so even that is a small win in itself so uh, i think all these different technologies emerging technologies all of them will have a positive impact for, for people with physical disabilities and then it's just a case of looking at, at how the development of the each each one progresses and then how we can fit in to to make it uh, to make it better for people with disabilities that's class uh, um we were talking about volunteers and yeah you know, uh to help you get the word out um how do people contact you in terms of maybe becoming ambassadors or maybe become volunteers for you guys at shows or being able to stream also, for you guys yeah well uh, what we're doing at the moment we're um actually putting together a, a, a revised kind of uh, streaming help help pack uh with with much more uh, resources and facilities and advice to really help people to maximize maximize their streams uh so that hopefully 
fingers crossed will be something that we will be coming out in the future um in terms of volunteering there's a there's a form on the website if people want to volunteers to to sort of help us out at, uh, at shows and uh, representative shows on our stand uh, or sort of at, at other events we we say the running events we always need people to uh, bag drops people to cheer people on that kind of thing um and other events too so um that's again there's a form on the website uh, where people can get in touch with with us through there so um yeah but and in, but in in terms of sort of what people can do just spread the word spread the word because uh, with the amount if we can by spreading the word you can sort of alert one person who, with a disability to us who we might be able to help then you know job job done which is great uh, which yeah, James, do you have anything else to say, uh, ask at all? That's about it. <laughs> I mean, unless, I guess we're going to go I've into shout-outs. Where, where do we yep, want to – who do we want to thank? Well, obviously, thank everybody who showed up. Mark, thank you yeah. for taking time out of your evening to come and speak with two guys about a wonderful charity. Oh, it's not not a problem. I loved it. Thanks so much for inviting me. It's 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 been brilliant. And and thanks again for for everything you've done for us. Truly, truly appreciate it. And and of course, everybody who donated to watch you do do stupid things and to put yourself through sleep deprived madness and stuff. It's it's fantastic. Thank you so much. It is. Well, I I said never, it... I've, I've never lost. Never have felt so good about losing so much sleep in my life. <laughs> Because one of the things I always say for especially extra life is I don't mind going through the hell I do with the health issues I have. If it helps one person have a better yeah. life, then yeah. it's worth it. Uh, it really you're, is, you're, no. you're, you're really are a legend. I said it before. I said it again. You really are. For, because that that's that means so much because that's the the kind of attitude that, that we're taking as a charity and and to see other people have that attitude to help us as well is just perfect because it's nice to see i mean i i do get teared up when i see i, I see some of the stories that you put online on your mm. youtube channel or via twitter of the the, the the changes that you see in the kids mm. Mm. i mean there was there was one where um little schoolboy who was just playing FIFA and he was, he, he, the expression change on his face was just, oh, yeah, it, was, it was amazing. The, the, the stuff we see. So, it's, it's, you know, it's easy. It's an easy thing to go through 24, 24 hours of gaming for what I normally do to help, oh, to help someone. Yeah. That's so, uh, thanks so much. And, 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 actually, I think there was, um, uh, there was a girl we helped, uh, Chader a while ago, uh, and uh, she had cerebral palsy. We helped her to play play games, and uh, for the first time in life. And she turned around and she said, "Now I'm a gamer." You know, and you think what that means these days. Uh, you know, fifteen, twenty years ago, it would have meant something completely different. But nowadays, being a gamer means you are part of a massive society. You know, a, a, an exciting bubbling society which has got so much promise and potential and it's if we can you know get that kind of response from people we're trying to help then yeah yeah bring it on it's a big win it's a yeah. lovely win as well so uh do you have any shout outs do you want to thank anyone do you want to pimp anyone streams out you have you have <laughs> you, you have the soapbox please yep. use it um I, I well it's where do I start? I mean, it really is. There's, we, we, we wouldn't be where we are today 
without the help and support, uh, genuine help and support of um, people, you know, like yourselves, like everybody else who does Game Blast, like everybody who puts themselves through stupid challenges uh, to, to help us out. And because what we do is a stupid business model. It's ridiculously expensive stuff. It's ridiculously uh, specialist stuff. Um, but we don't charge for it at all. But And... and Without your kind of support, we just, we just couldn't be here. So it really is just to everybody, you know, thank you so much. And um, keep doing what you're doing because uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, very welcome. You're very welcome. We'll, we'll certainly try to do it again next year because I uh, know it, it's one of the things that we, we like to try and do mm. at least once a year for, for you guys. So, um, so, yeah, so where can people find you? This is, this is, if they, they're unaware of you, where can they find you? <laughs> www.specialeffect.org.uk but uh, I would say uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter because that's where our main action goes on Uh, the um we post we try, every week I, I say to the OTs guys have you got a story for me this week you got a story for me this week and they'll go oh hang on a minute what have we done and uh, you know and usually inevitably they will they they actually they came in last week it was true they one of uh, one of our ot's dobby came in and said mark you won't believe what happened today i said go and tell me so we got this guy um playing um ah oh, what was it it was oh, i can't remember the game was it one of uh, was it one of the forces i can't remember what it was but it was one of the games that required absolutely every single control uh, on a console and he really wanted to play it but he had quite limited ability so they set him up with 14 different switches uh, uh, around his body using his feet and his fingers and his in his head and and you know within a day they got him playing again and and you could tell she was like oh, oh i'm so glad we managed to do that um so that that kind of stories we're trying to put on our uh, facebook and twitter and also sort of trying to support people who are supporting us as much as possible as well with, with stories about that so yeah that sounds that sounds awesome. Get that because I know if it games games like the fours are like you're like trolls, and I go, how am I supposed to twist my? <laughs> it's, it, yes. it just makes you makes you just it makes yeah. me realize how old I am these days that I get, I have to think that I'm not as bendy <laughs> to, to be able to actually. <laughs> you know get these controllers as i used to be when i was younger playing games so not a problem at all it's been great it's been fantastic i mean hopefully we can get on some the line yep it's no problem at all. I can I can talk the hind legs legs off a donkey about special effects. <laughs> That's no problem at all. I get very excited. So yeah. But yeah, we need to just thank everybody else for joining us in the chat today. Um, if you are listening to us on the podcast, fantastic! You know, it... look on their Twitter, look on their Facebook, join in, help this charity because it's a wonderful charity. And I can't really say, you know, speak highly enough of you guys. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, thank you very much, Will. Thanks, James. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. Have a good night, everybody. Cheers, then. Goodbye.